Talking benefits. 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 Talking. Talking. Talk a little bit about benefits. Yeah, benefits. Talking benefits. You're listening to Talking Benefits, the podcast brought to you by the International Foundation of Employee Benefit Plans. Every month, we dive into retirement, healthcare, hot topics and trends, and whatever else the benefits industry throws at us. I'm Justin Held. I'm Ann Patterson. I'm Julie Stick. And I'm Kelly Colesrude. Now let's talk benefits. Hello, listeners. We are back. And just like the rest of the world, the coronavirus pandemic has impacted our workflow at the International Foundation. And we felt it necessary to take a brief hiatus just to regroup a bit. And if this episode sounds a little bit different to you than past episodes, it is because we are being socially distanced and we cannot record in our studio. So we are recording via video chat. Yes, I have to admit, I've become very familiar with many video chat platforms over the past few weeks. It's been an interesting way to connect with colleagues, friends, and family who I normally see in person, but we're making it work, right? Yes, and we are going to make it work for this podcast. So let's dive in and chat about the topic that's on the top of all our listeners' minds, on everyone's minds, right? And that's the COVID-19 pandemic and its implication on the workforce. Yes, so this will be the first episode in a series of shorter episodes covering the COVID-19 pandemic. We will tackle a few different aspects And first up is how the pandemic has impacted workplace retirement programs. So the market conditions, the uncertain market conditions right now have organizations and individuals reviewing their financial options that I'm sure we're all kind of in this boat right now. At the same time, these conditions have led to interruptions in employment, as unfortunately employers are having to contemplate and implement furloughs, hiring freezes, hour reductions, and even layoffs. So what retirement-based actions are employers and workers making due to the COVID-19 pandemic? These questions were asked as part of the International Foundation Survey Report, Employee Benefits in a COVID-19 World. And let's start off and focus on defined contribution retirement plans. I guess one big question is, are workers changing their behavior and contributions due to the pandemic? Well, our survey found that about 14% of responding organizations that offer DC plans are noticing a greater share of their participants making changes to their contribution, or we also call deferral levels, compared with pre-COVID-19 levels. And 7% are noticing a smaller share. Those who are noticing a change are overwhelmingly noticing that their employee their employees are decreasing their contributions, while 57% are noticing that participants are canceling or stopping their contributions completely. Yes, that, that's really not surprising given the financial situation. So next, I think we want to gain some insights into whether workers were taking more hardship withdrawals or loans from their DC accounts due to the pandemic. And the survey says 15% of respondents said that more participants are taking hardship withdrawals from their DC accounts due to the COVID-19 pandemic, while 47% have noted no change at all. And similarly, Kelly, 12% of respondents in the survey said that more participants are taking out loans from DC accounts as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic, and then 44% said that they're not changing anything. 
That's right. And uh, when times typically get tough, um, some employers may reduce or suspend their DC plan matching contributions. Uh, so we asked if that's the case right now. Um, and of those that offer matching, relatively few organizations are making changes as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, just 2% have reduced the amount of their matching contributions, while 8% have suspended or eliminated their matching contributions. And going forward, about 18% are considering making changes in the future. So I just want to make a quick note here that this data that we've just reported about DC plans does not include actions based on the retirement provisions of the CARES Act. And so what is the CARES Act, you ask? Well, we will dig into that right after this quick break. The International Foundation has over 32,000 members across the U.S. and Canada from all walks of the work world, including desk and deskless workers. And we'd love it if you joined our ranks. Foundation members get a ton of benefits like discounted registration for many educational events, free webcasts and legal and legislative updates, just to name a few. See what the foundation can do for you. Visit ifebp.org slash membership today. As we begin to navigate the future of work life during the COVID-19 pandemic, employers need to develop smart plans, ensuring the health and safety of their work population. Register today for the International Foundation's COVID-19 Return to the Workplace Strategies virtual conference on June 4th, 2020. You'll get guidance for developing a safe, legal, and effective strategy for transitioning workers back into the workplace. Your registration also allows you on-demand access to view sessions after the conference. Learn more at ifebp.org slash return to work. And we're back. So we promised that we dig into the CARES Act. So the first question we should ask is, what is the CARES Act? The Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security, also known as the CARES Act, was enacted on March 27, 2020, with the goal of providing quick financial relief to citizens and employers. Part of this relief came in the form of employee benefit expansions. The CARES Act included several provisions related to DC retirement plans, and that includes 401k plans, 403b plans, and 457b plans. The law allows easier access to money saved in these retirement plans by loosening rules related to early distributions and loans. These new provisions are available until December 31st, 2020, and can be offered only to participants who meet certain specified criteria related to COVID-19. And the CARES Act also created a new type of distribution, a coronavirus-related distribution, or CRD, that allows participants to access up to $100,000 from their DC retirement accounts right away, but without the 10% penalty, and 20% mandatory federal tax withholding typically required when early withdrawals are made. And just to clarify, plan sponsors are not required to offer these CRDs, but our survey found that actually many of them do. So among those, we polled 63% are offering CRDs and another 16% are considering offering them. And then fewer than a quarter, so 22% of plan sponsors have decided not to implement them at all. 
One attractive feature of CRDs is that plan sponsors can allow participants to pay back the money that is withdrawn. Our survey shows that 60% of plan sponsors are allowing repayments and another 15% are considering doing so. If allowed, participants have up to three years to repay all or some of the CRD to any qualified plan or IRA that accepts rollovers. Not only do repayments help restore retirement savings, they can help minimize income tax liability. And another way that participants can gain access to their retirement funds before retirement is through a DC plan loan. And our survey found that 84% of the plan sponsors offered plan loans before the pandemic. And after the CARES Act loosened some of those restrictions for plan loans, and they now allow plan sponsors the option to increase the amount that a participant may borrow. So before the CARES Act, plan loan limits were set at 50% of a participant's vested account balance, up to $50,000. That's right, Kelly. And the CARES Act doubled those limits to 100% of a participant's vested balance, up to $100,000 for loans that are taken out through September 22nd of 2020. 48% of survey respondents have adopted that provision while another 15% are considering adopting it. And uh, plan sponsors can also help their participants by offering the option to temporarily delay those loan repayments in 2020. Right, Justin. So for participants who have outstanding DC plan loans with repayments due between March 27th, 2020 and December 31st, 2020, so basically until the end of this year, the CARES Act allows them to delay their loan repayments for up to one year, although the interest will continue to accrue on these delayed payments. So 61% of plan sponsors surveyed are offering this option, while 14% are just considering doing so. Right. And although the CARES Act distribution expansions may offer workers a quick source of much needed cash in these difficult economic times, and we certainly know that there is need for this, a lot of people are facing financial problems, there are risks with these withdrawals. Plan sponsors may choose to not offer CRDs and greater loan limits because they're concerned about the future retirement security of their participants. Making it easy to withdraw retirement funds does not serve plan participants well. That's so true, Julie. As we learned and have heard over and over again, to get the most benefit from that magic of compound interest. Best video ever. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we have a cool video on that. Go Um, nuts and save early. We'll post a link. Yeah. (laughs) The way it works, though, is participants should let their money sit untouched in their accounts for literally decades for it to work the way it's supposed to. But every time participants withdraw or borrow money from these retirement accounts, they make it much more difficult for their savings to compound and experience that magic. Sorry that I interrupted you, Kelly. I just got real excited about the magic of compounding. (laughs) Um, Oh, that's great. So this, this sounds like an excellent time for plan sponsors to educate workers about the potential impact of early distributions and plan loans so participants can make an informed choice. So this is just a good excuse, a timely opportunity to educate workers about that. 
That's right. And that will do it for this episode. Uh, we'll be back in a few weeks and continue our discussion on how the COVID-19 pandemic is impacting the employee benefits world. In the meantime, we'd love to hear how you and your organization are weathering the pandemic. A lot of plan sponsors and employers out there are doing some creative things to help navigate their workplace through this time. So you can see what other people are doing and then submit your own story at ifvp.org slash benefits together. And we'd also love to hear your thoughts on our podcast. And you can give us ideas for topics that you'd like us to cover. So send us an email at podcast at ifebp.org. We might even give you a listener shout out if we use your idea. Right. And until that time, please stay safe and healthy. If you like what you hear, please rate us on iTunes. It helps others find the podcast. And subscribe to the show in your podcast app so that our episodes will automatically appear on your mobile device. Talking Benefits is a production of the International Foundation of Employee Benefit Plans, the largest educational association for those working in the benefits industry. If you're into benefits, check out all that the International Foundation has to offer at ifebp.org. Our show is hosted by Julie Stick, Kelly Colesrud, Ann Patterson, and me, Justin Held. Produced by Rose Pleva and Stacey Van Alstein and edited by Amanda Gilsmer. Today's program is copyrighted in 2020 by the International Foundation of Employee Benefit Plans. All rights reserved. The opinions expressed in the podcast are those of the speakers and not to be used as legal counsel. Oh, there's a baby. <laughs> That's my baby, sorry. <laughs>